Good morning, Freilich and Hanukkah. Welcome to all those joining us for Likuti Halachas, Yoradeya Chelek Aleph, Hilchis Geluach, Halacha Gimel, Paragraph Zayin. We dedicate the learning today for a complete Rafur Shalema for Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Yehudis Bas Chana, Chaya Brocha Bas Perl, Yaakov Yeshua Ben Freindel Rechel, Shlomenisim Ben Mazel, Avram David Ben Chana, Hindachasa Bas Chana, Gitganendel Bas Sipoira, Rochel Bas Chayalea, Eitanyol Ben Edna, Tuvietzi Ben Chayaliza, Yerachmiel Yisrael Doiv Ben Frumet Nechama, Meir Ben Frida, David Lei Ben Shena, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Avigail Brocha Bas Shira Dvoira, Shira Dvoira Bas Miriam, Jonas Ben Hilda, Yehuda Ben Soramaya, Chayim Arayi Ben Brocha, Besoich Shar Choyli Yisrael. In the previous year, we spoke about a few items that were fours. We spoke about the four parshios that precede Purim and Pesach. We spoke about the Keneged Arbo Bonim Dibratoira, the four types of sons. And now Rav Nosanzal gives us another example of this and connected to what we're learning about. Mito Shehem Arba Tikune Shchinta. The Zohar Kodesh speaks about the Mishkan. The Mishkan was a was a place where the divine spirit of Hashem would rest, and the Zohar Kodesh says that we find by Elia Hanavi, by his student Elisha Hanavi, when he was traveling and he needed a place, and there was a holy woman that provided for him. She provided a place, and she provided four basic elements. A bed, a table, a chair, and a light. Mito Shulchan Kisemenoira, of which the first letters make up the word Mishkan. And this is referred to as the, the Zoyar Kodesh refers to this as the Tikune Shchinta, that these four items represent specific aspects of things that that perfect the Shechina. Shehu Bechinas Arbohanal. And these four are related to the four things we've been speaking about. Menoira zebechinas ben chacham. The menoira corresponds to the son who is a chacham, ki menarto doresha. The Zohar Kodesh says the menoira is the head, shehu bechinas chachma shebamoyach, which is the chachma, the seichel. Bechinas, as the Pesach says, v'shemen al roishcho al yechsar, that you will not be lacking any oil on your head. Bechinas shemen mishchas koidesh. And oil represents kedusha, holiness, shehu hadas kayadua, which refers specifically to das. We know that oil is used to fuel a candle. And the candle, the Pasuk says, kiner mitzvah v'toyra oyer, that the candle and the, and the, and the light are all this concept of toyra, chachma, seichel, das. All specifically related to Hanukkah. Today is the first day of Hanukkah. This is what we happen to be speaking about. The next item, Kisei, Zebechinas Kisei Sholem. The Torah speaks about Hashem's throne being complete. 
Shahu Bechinas Mechias Homon Amalek, which requires wiping out Homon Amalek, Shahu Mizera Esov, who is from the descendants of Esov, Shahu Ben Rosha. He is the second son, the Ben Rosha. Because as the Torah tells us, Ki Ein Hakise Shalem, Ad that the throne of Hashem will not be complete until and unless Amalek is eliminated completely. So the Kisei is associated with the Ben Rosha, which is Ace of Amalek. Shulchan Zebechinas Tshuva. The Shulchan represents Tshuva, Shemecha Peres. We know that Tshuva forgives for sins. Shehu Bechinas She'eno Yedei Elishoel. And that's the third son, who is called the She'eno Yedei Elishoel. We mentioned earlier that refers to Yishmoel, who the Torah tells us eventually did Tshuva towards the end of his life. And Baal Tshuva is called She'eno Yedei Elishoel. Rabbi Nezal explains over there in Likut Moran. Actually, I believe it's the commentaries that explain this, that tshuva, a person wants to do tshuva for the things they know they did wrong, and then the highest level of tshuva is asking for forgiveness even for the she'eno yodeas, even for the things that I don't realize I did wrong, because I didn't even know that it was wrong, that type of thing. So she'eno yodea lisho means lishoil to ask for forgiveness for the she'eno yodeas. So the she'eno yodea lisho represents tshuva, which is associated with the shulchan, which represents tshuva, ki shulchan mechaper kemizbeach. Because the Gemara tells us that during the time of the Beis HaMikdosh, we had a mizbeach on which karbonos were brought, and that brought about forgiveness. Today we don't have a mizbeach, Beis HaMikdosh, we don't have a Mizbeach. The Gemara says, Shulchan The Shulchan serves as a substitute for the Mizbeach. And the food that we eat serves as Korbanos if a person eats properly. K'mayisham Rabbi Seinazal, as the Gemara says in Brochus, page 55. Mito, the bed, ze bechinas ben tom. That corresponds to Yaakov Avinu, who is called the Tam. Shehu b'chinas Yaakov, shehoifso mitosoi shleimo b'shneimosor shifteiko. How the Gemara describes, how the Gemara and Medrash describe Yaakov Avinu is a complete bed, mitoshleimo, meaning that all the children that were produced from him were all religious. Not like Avram Avinu, who had a Yishmoel, not like Yitzhak Avinu, who had an Esau. Shehem Arbo de Golem. These four categories correspond to the four flags. Keneged, the four flags with which Klal Yisrael was included in. The, the, each division had three tribes. Keneged Arbo Machnois Kahachina, which also correspond to the four camps of the Shechina. We know that the, the Navi says, and this is mentioned throughout the Gemara, throughout Sifrei Kabbalah, that you have the four images on the throne of Hashem, the Aryeh, the Shoir, the Nesher, and the Odom. And they represent, they are called Dalit Machanois Shchinto Kadisha, the four camps of the Holy Shechina. If you recall, we mentioned once a while ago 
that when Avram Avinu went to do battle against the four kings, during his time there were four kings that had captured Lot. And when Avram Avinu went out to do battle against them, he took Eliezer with him. That's one opinion. Another opinion is he took 318 men with him, which is the gematria of Eliezer. The Megala Mukai says that what he took with him was the Shekhinah, the power of the Shekhinah, because we find Eliezer is called in the Torah Damesek Eliezer. Why does the Torah bother telling us that he was from Damascus? The answer is the word Damesek is Rosh Etevois, Dalid Machanois Shechinto Kadisha, the four camps of the Shekhinah. And the, the Megala Mukai says if you'll add up Aryeh, Shoir, Nesher, Odom, it's Bigimatria 1317, which is the word Eliezer. The Aleph is 1000 Aleph, Liezer is 317. That's the power that Avram Avinu took with him. Against these four kings of the Sitra he took the four Machnois of the Shechina, and therefore he was very successful. Shehu Bechinas Dalid Hanal. This is the Dalid that we've been talking about throughout this halacha, based on chapter 30 in the Kutimran, the Dalid which represents the Malchus. Ki Yaakov Kolul Mikulam. Because Yaakov Avinu is a composite of all four Machnois of the Shechina. Vuhu Males Hamalchus Shehinas Dalid, Bechinas Isha Yiras Hashem, Kayadua. El Oyer Haponim. And Yaakov Avinu is the one who elevates the Malchus, which is this Dalid, which is also referred to as Isha Yiras Hashem. The Shekhinah is called Isha Yiras Hashem. He elevates the Shekhinah to the, the Malchus to the Oyer Haponim. Bechinas Mevakshe Ponecho Yaakov Sela. Those who seek your face, Yaakov. Yaakov Avinu is this ponim of Kedusha. And he's the one who's, who elevates, who lifts up the Malchus. He's the one who produced these 12 tribes, which are divided into these four camps. And he elevates them all to this Oyer HaPonim. V'alkein nosa Yaakov arba noshim. And this is also why Yaakov Avinu had four wives. Umehem Yotsu Arba de Golim, and from them came forth these four divisions of Klal Yisrael. Bechinas Dalit Hanal, this Dalit. Vialkein, Bepesach, Kulonu Mesubim Al Hamito, and therefore, when it comes to the Seder night of Pesach, there's a halacha that we're supposed to lean. And during the time of the Gemara, they would sit, they would half lie on beds. The term that's used in the Gemara is to be mesubim on a mito. Ki hamito klula mebechinas arba machanois. Because the mito, which we said earlier, represents Yaakov Avinu, is a composite of all four machanois. Bechinas arba de golem, the four flags, the four divisions of Klal Yisrael. Bechinas dalit, this dalit. Any questions? Question, how can a person do tshuva for something they don't even know that they did wrong? The answer is by saying those words, Hashem, I apologize for the things I know I did wrong, 
and I apologize for the things that I did wrong that I didn't even realize were wrong, that I don't know they're wrong because I didn't study. We know that negligence of the law is not necessarily an excuse. A person who comes into a country and they have stop signs in that country and he rents a car and he starts driving and he doesn't know that the stop sign in that country looks different than what it does in their country and goes right through a stop sign and a cop stops them and says, what do you do? And he says, what do you mean? I'm driving perfectly well within the speed. Yeah, but you went through a stop sign. Where I didn't see any stop sign. That's a stop sign. I didn't know. What do you mean you didn't know? You start driving without studying, without knowing the signs? That's negligent. You could have killed somebody. You could have caused, caused a crash. So there is a concept. A person, we, we mentioned the example of a child going into a computer room that's, that in, that, that's plugged into missiles. And he sees red buttons, yellow buttons, purple buttons, all kinds of buttons. And the child starts pressing the different buttons because they, they look interesting. And somebody comes running in, what are you doing? And he says, this toy doesn't work. What toy? These buttons, these colored buttons, these colored buttons shoot missiles that destroy whole cities. A person, a Jew, comes into this world and, and doesn't study Torah and eats this and goes this and, and no Shabbos and no this and... What? How did you come into existence? You fell out of a tree? There's somebody behind, there's a creator in this world. Find out what he's about. That's what Avram Avinu did. Avram Avinu came into the world, he saw a big, beautiful world around him, and he realized, I didn't make this. Someone must have, this didn't happen by two stones colliding in the air a hundred billions of years ago. That, that didn't figure, that didn't sound so intelligent to him. So he realized there must be a creator. And if there's a creator, I want to find out who he is. I want to say thank you for the beautiful trees and the fruits and the everything, everything that's here. So a person has a responsibility to find out what's right and what's wrong. Person came, I, I, well, I didn't know. You should have known. Go find out. Do what you can to find out. This is the concept in Yiddishkeit of Yira and Ahava, which we've spoken about many times. That today, today's psychos, psychologists, psychiatrists, all of them, are preaching unconditional love and and everything is okay and everything's wonderful and good and and the results of that we're seeing the results of that we know that a healthy life requires yira and ahava yira means respect fear consequences and ahava is love and the torah stresses this everywhere the, the first word in the torah the word barashis the Zohar Kodesh says, is Beiras Shin. And the letter Shin is, is Hashem's name, Elokim, Bemiloi. When you write out Hashem's name fully, Beiras Elokim, Bora Elokim, Hashem created heaven and earth for Yiras Elokim, so that people would come to respect Hashem. And this is something that needs to be taught to children from day one, from the day that they're born. My Rebbe, Reb Michal Dorfman, said that when he was living in Russia, there was a person who was known to be very, very bright in, in child-rearing. And they would, they would have people call in to ask questions. And once there was a parent that called and asked, at what age do you start educating children? 
and he asked, how old is your child? And they said, four years old, five years old. He said, you're four years late. From the time that a child is born, a child can be taught the concept of consequences, the concept of don't touch this, the concept of no, the word no. And if a child isn't taught that at an early enough age, it becomes much more difficult to learn that as they get older. Paragraph Ches, Based on what we're learning here, we'll be able to understand the holiday of Pesach and the major laws of, of avoiding chametz and eating matzah. Because Pesach is when Moshe Rabbeinu took the Jews out of Egypt. And that's when Moshe Rabbeinu revealed to the Jewish people an understanding of Hashem, a real high-level revelation of Hashem. And that's why Pesach is the first of the three holidays, Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot, Ki Pesach hu bechinas chesed, bechinas Avraham, kayadua, because the Zohar Kodesh tells us that Pesach corresponds to the Midah of Chesed, which is the meat of Avraham Avinu. That's, Avraham Avinu is the one who gave us the tefillah of Shachris, which is in the morning when the sun comes up, which is the concept of Chesed. And we begin the holiday of Pesach at the Seder by inviting everybody to come and join us, like the meat of Avraham Avinu. Ve'ikr tikan hamalchus chokhmatatoh. And the main, one of the main elements that helps us repair the Malchus, the Chochmatatoh, when it has fallen into the Klipos, into the Tumah, is by cutting it, severing the connection between the Holy Malchus and the four kingdoms of the Sitrachra, and elevating the Malchus to the Oyer HaPonim, which shines especially on the three holidays, Hualidei Chesed. The way that we accomplish this is through Chesed. Rabbein Zalom Ikutimran brings the Pasuk, V'Huchan Bachesed Kisoi. Hashem establishes His throne with Chesed. The throne is the Malchus. So Chesed is a critical element in establishing the Malchus. We, we quoted the Pasuk, V'kitzru l'fi chesed, Ziru l'chem l'tzdaka, V'kitzru l'fi chesed. That chesed has this ability to cut. To cut what? To cut the connection between the Malchus of Kedusha and the four Malchus of the Sitrachra, which are trying to draw from it. U'machmas shepesach hu hascholas hezgalas alakusiyas borach, ba'oyer godol ma'oid ma'oid, and because of the fact that Pesach is the beginning of Hashem revealing His, his greatness in a, with a tremendous bright light, Kamuva, as is brought in Sifrei Kabbalah, Alkain Oz Hechometz Oser Bamashu. That's why Chometz is forbidden, even the tiniest amount. Ki ein bein Chometz we know the, the difference between the word chametz and the word matzah is a tiny, tiny droplet of ink. The word chametz has the mem and tzaddik in it. The word matzah has a mem and tzaddik. So the difference is that chametz is with a ches, 
matzah is with a hay. If you draw a hay and you draw a ches, the difference is that tiny, tiny droplet of ink that connects the leg of the hay to the roof of the hay to make it a ches. And that's one of the Ramosim that tells us that, that the tiniest drop of chametz is forbidden. Because as we've discussed throughout this halacha, and this is the opening statement of chapter 30 in Likud Imran, which this halacha is based on, it's impossible for a person to reach a high-level understanding of Hashem without many, many tzimtzumim, constriction upon constriction upon, to constrict those trillions of watts of light, bring it down, down, down to a level that we can relate to. Ki Because the Zohar Kodesh says, no human mind can grasp Hashem whatsoever. So the only way we can have any connection to Hashem is if that light is shrunken thousands of levels in order to be, for us to be able to relate to it. And therefore, the most important thing in Yiddishkeit, the most important thing in our relationship with Hashem is emuna, faith. Which is another word for this chokhmatato, malchus. Just like malchus is the lesla migarmoklum, it has nothing of its own, so to emuna is in what you can't see, what you don't see, what you don't understand. V'chol ha-hasogos, v'chol ha-tzimtzumim, kulam heimbechinas emuna. And all of our understanding of Hashem, and all of these constrictions, are all within the framework of emuna. Shehu yesoid kol ha which is the foundation of the entire Torah. Kamei as it says clearly in a pasuk, v'tzadik be'emunoso yichya, a tzadik lives with faith. Ukamayshekosuv, and as it says in Tehillim, kol mitzvaysecha emuna, all of the mitzvays are emuna. With everything we know about the mitzvahs, with all of the reasons and explanations that are given for the mitzvahs, it's all micro micro compared to what the mitzvah really is. And really, we, we realize that with everything we know about every mitzvah, we don't know. We believe that this is the will of Hashem. We believe that this is something very special. And now watch how Rav Nosanzal makes this perfectly clear. Because simple people, simple Jews that are not rabbis, that are not very knowledgeable, they definitely cannot understand Hashem. And their whole spiritual life and their hope is to, their hope to be zeichet to olam haba, to be zeichet to a good future, is only through emuna. They have to be willing to believe, 
even though they can't understand. And now Rav Zal says, even a person who is very smart and very learned, we're talking about a person who's very thoroughly knowledgeable in, in the depth and breadth of the entire Torah, the entire Shas, the entire Shulchan Aruch. And even if the person has a handle in Kabbalah, Besifrei Azoyer Kodesh vekisvei Arizal, calls man shelo izikeich atzmoi mezua masanochosh. So long as the person has not yet succeeded in purifying themselves totally from the original tumor of the snake, veloy shavar adayin legamri taivas gufoi lechamroi, and the person has not succeeded in completely eliminating the physical desires, the materialistic desires. And this person still has a little bit of an attachment to physical desires and the pleasures of this world. That person must know that their brain is not complete. Their knowledge, their seichel is not complete. And therefore, that person is not allowed to attempt to understand Hashem. Because the person can stumble terribly and fall experience a major, major fall in religion. Therefore, the person has to strengthen themselves only with faith and put his own intellect aside completely and to rely only on our holy forefathers and on those pure, real tzaddikim, Asher Kofu Yitzram, who did succeed in defeating their Yitzhahara, and they broke the physical matter inside themselves completely. By them, their soul is 100% in charge of the body. Because only that, those people on this incredible high level are to understand Hashem to the highest level that it's possible for a human being to understand Hashem. And even those tzaddikim who have purified and sanctified themselves completely, they've removed completely every iota of the tumma of the, of the snake. And they destroyed all of their physical and materialistic desires. And they have eliminated the, the power of the body and the physicalness inside of them totally. They are 100% spiritual. Even they, 
רק על ידי האמונה הקדושה. When they experienced difficulties and struggles, the thing that gave them strength, the thing that gave them the encouragement to persist is only emuna. כמובן בדברי רבן עזל בכמה מקוימוס, as our Rebbe רבן עזל explains this in many places. כי אי אפשר להשיג שום השגה. ולא דעס שום ידיעה בהסנויצת סוסה וכוסי אסבורך? Because it's impossible to achieve any high level understanding of Hashem or spirituality קיים על ידי האמונה הקדושה without first starting with אמונה, faith. We say in the morning when we put on tefillin, ורסטיכלי באמונה First, first I fortify myself with emuna, and then I'm ready to start studying, to start learning. Emuna is the entranceway by which a person can enter into all different types of levels of holiness. We said before, on the previous page, emuna is malchus, Malchus is the bottom, the ground floor. A person cannot enter into chesed, gvura, tefe, into any aspect of holiness without going via the Malchus. Shederech shom nechnosem lechol ha-kedushos, lechol ha-hasogos, ulechol ha-yediyos ha-kedushos. It's via emuna. If a person is able to start with emuna, then they can enter into studying and learning. The first thing a person needs to be taught is that you will not be able to understand everything. You will not be able to receive answers for everything right now. And therefore, you have to open your ears now, close your mouth, open your ears, listen carefully. Listen, and then gradually absorb knowledge, knowledge, more knowledge, All the, all the while with the realization that there's a lot that we don't know. Bebechinas, as we find there's a Pesach in the Torah which says, Bezois Yovo... Now Rav Nosson Sal is going to introduce a, a, an incredible important concept that's found in the Zohar HaKadosh, in Sifrei Kabbalah, and in all Sifrei Hasidus. The word, the term Zois represents the Shekhinah. And the Zohar HaKadosh brings many psukim in the Torah where we find this. Bebechinas, as the Pesach says, Bezois Yovoi Aharoin HaKadosh. With this, Aaron HaKadosh is allowed to, can enter into holiness. Zois hi Bechinas Malchus Kayadua, Bechinas Emuna, Shehi Yesoid Kol HaTorah. Zois, the Zohar HaKadosh tells us, represents Malchus, the Shekhinah Emuna, which is the foundation, the base of the entire Torah. Kamashikosov, as it says again, Kol Mitzvoisecha Emuna. All of the mitzvois are, are resting on Emuna. Bechinas, Zois HaTorah Vohaedus Vahachukim Vahmishpotim. This is the Torah and the laws, all the different types of laws. זויס דייקה, זויס which is אמונה. וזה שהרך בתיקונים, and this is why the תיקוני זויר elaborates on this in תיקון וו. 
Vaoid and in other places, Uber Hatev and the Zoyer Kodesh explains very well Delays Rishu Lenovi Vechoise Laaolo Lakucha Barmino. No prophet, no seer has permission to try to rise up in holiness without her, without this, meaning without. It's impossible and forbidden to attempt to come close to any type of holiness, to any type of deep understanding or knowledge of Hashem without emuna. V'chol hanilchomois and all the battles and tests and challenges that people have in serving Hashem, it's impossible to win any of these battles or to, to pass any of these challenges without emuna. As it says there in the Tikkun Ezer, Tikkun Chafalaf, V'david kad hava oil bekrava. When David Hamelech would go out to battle, lo yisrachitz elabo. He trusted. He put his faith only in this, only in Emuna. Kamaishikosav, as it says clearly in chapter twenty-seven in Tehillim, Ludavra Shamoiri. If a camp will rise up against me, no matter what kind of... If a war will rise up against me, I put my trust in Zois. His main trust and confidence, what gave him that confidence and hope is Emuna. Shenikre's Zois, which is called Zois. Dahainu Shahoyoyodeya Shahu Chosok Bohoyamuna Bashemisborah. Dovar Emelch knew that he was solid in his faith in Hashem. Vialkain Hu Chosok, and therefore he's positive. Shebevada Yamoid Neged Kol Hamachanois Famelchomoshlezorovasitrachra. That he definitely will be able to stand up to all the challenges, all the battles of the Yitzhahara. He will definitely succeed in defeating them and destroying them. Because he has solid, solid faith in Hashem, which is called Zois. So, so here again, when we're talking today is Hanukkah, Chinuch, we're talking about education. Rav Nelson Sal is making it perfectly clear that this is the beginning of Chinuch. When you want to educate anybody about Yiddishkeit, the first thing they have to learn is Emuna. The first thing they have to learn is that there are things that they do n- will not be able to understand. There are questions that will not be able to be answered. And just because you don't understand it doesn't mean that, that it's not the right thing to do. Just because you don't understand how turning on, on a light on Shabbos causes major, major destruction 
doesn't mean it's okay to turn on the light. And if a person isn't taught that, if they're not taught emuna, if they don't realize that just because you don't have, you, do you know why, how pressing a light, how it turns on the light bulb? Do you know how pressing this button shoots a missile? You don't. But, but it's very real. And if somebody sh- tells you that, and you're normal, you're not going to push that button. So here again, when starting to educate children, there are certain people who think everything has to be explained to the child. We have to talk to, everything needs an explanation and reasoning and reasoning and reasoning. If a child doesn't know that there's a concept of no, there's a concept of authority where sometimes there isn't enough time to explain. When a child is walking in the street and a car is coming, and that child, you can't say no to the, you can't say stop, and the child is stop without any reason, without any explanation, Rahman al-Islam, that, that, that'll result in a funeral, Rahman al-Islam. Any questions? Talking about Zeus and now it's Hanukkah, can we elaborate a little bit on the term Zeus Hanukkah? The answer is, this pasuk, the, what the answer there's hundreds of pages written on this in Sifrei Hasidus. This pasuk we quoted earlier, Bezois Yovoy Aaron Alakoidesh, refers to Aaron Akoina achieving a kapora of forgiveness for the Jews on Yom Kippur. And the Sifrei Hasidus tell us that again, this pasuk is telling us that after Yom Kippur, after Hoshana Rabbah, there's another day of the year that's like Yom Kippur, which is Zois Hanukkah that it's such a high level of holiness because we're climbing this ladder through the eight days of Hanukkah. We're starting from ground level and we're climbing. We're climbing the first seven days. We're climbing the seven spheroids. On day number eight, we're going into Bina. We're going into Olam Haba, which is what Yom Kippur is about. On Yom Kippur, we fit. we're like angels. It's like we're in Olam Haba. We don't eat. We hardly sleep. We're in shul all day. We're, we're like malachim. And that's what Zois Hanukkah is also. It's a very, very special day of Kapora Savoynois. And we'll have more on this in Mitzvah V'hanovi, kishero oirech hagolus, misham, kim And so too the prophet, when he saw the long, long exile that Klal Yisrael would have to go through after the Churban Beis Hamikdash, his, his rea- he couldn't have any hope without Emuna. Kameshikosuf, as it says in Eicha, Zois Oshiv Elibi Alkein Oichel. That what's my response to my heart when my heart has sunken completely? I saw the Beis Hamikdash destroyed. I saw thousands or millions of Jews murdered and everything. How do I how do I console myself? This is what I say to my heart, and therefore I have hope. Kimavur betikunim sham. The Tikkun Ezer quotes this pasuk also that what's Zoyis's emuna, my faith in Hashem. The Navi saw into the future that as we get close to the coming of Mashiach, when we hear the footsteps of Mashiach, 
the Sotom, the forces of evil, are going to be very, very powerful. And it's going to be very difficult for a person to succeed in Yiddishkeit. Alkein Omar, She'ein Tikva Lotzeis Mehagolus, Kiim Alidei Bechinezois. There's no chance, there's no hope for the Jewish people to be able to get out of exile without this. But this Zois, Shehi Huemunak Doishu, which is our, our faith. Shemi Shehiye Chosok Boha Emuna, a person who will be solid in their faith. Bevada Yizke Lenatsea Hamilchama will definitely succeed in winning the war. And will be from those who will be Zoycha to get out of the exile. Take a look over there in the Tikkun Ezoyar, Tikkun Vov, where the Tikkun Ezoyar elaborates on this Zois, bringing more and more proofs from throughout the Torah. Sheyakov Mosar Zois Levonov. When it, when Yaakov Avinu gave the brachos to his children, it says there vezois asher diber lohem, and this is what he said to them. What what did he say to them? He said emuna emuna emuna. That's what he said because there's a pasuk ish emunos rav brachos. You want blessings? Emuna is the key. Emuna is the vessel for the for the blessings. V'chein Moshe, and so too Moshe Rabbeinu used this Zois. His main teaching to Klal Yisrael was Emuna. We say on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, one of the outstanding paragraphs that we recite in the Chazor HaShatz of Shachris on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, it begins with the words, Ato hu Hashem Aleikeinu, Gibor Venarots, and then it goes in the order of the Aleph Beis. It has a sentence for each letter of the Aleph Beis. For Ayin and Pei, it says, Atzosoi Emuna. His advice, what is his advice? What is Hashem's advice? What is the advice of the Tzadikim? Their advice is Emuna. That's the most important advice. Pe'ulosoi Emes. And what that results in, it results in truth. Emes is the Torah, Doisha. That again, in order to approach the Torah, step one is emuna. We mentioned that one of the highest level revelations that we see in the entire Torah is the vision of Yecheskel Anovi, where Yecheskel Anovi speaks about the throne of Hashem and all the angels and the world, every incredible and he begins, he introduces the whole topic by saying that he was at the river Kvar and Niftuchu Hashemayim, the heavens opened up, Vo'ere Mare Selekim, and I was able to see divine revelations. And Rab Zal says that the first letters of Niftuchu Hashemayim, Vo'ere Mare Selekim, spell the word Emuna. How is, he zeche, how is a Jew to see Mare Selikim to be able to achieve an understanding of Hashem? It has to start with Emuna. It has to start with a certain level of trust that, that I didn't create, like it says in the Kuzari, if I would understand Hashem, if I could understand Hashem, I would be Hashem. The fact that we can't create anything means there's got to be a lot about Hashem that we cannot understand. That's got to be an introduction. We've got to know that. And now, Baruch Hashem, there's millions of pages of Torah which are going to give us different levels of understanding. 
but to know that all of this, the Baal Shem Tav HaKodesh said, Toiras Hashem Temima, the Torah of Hashem is complete, meaning no one has even penetrated the surface yet of the Torah. With all the millions of Sforim that have been written throughout the generations, the Torah is still solid. No one has penetrated the surface yet. Because again, it's infinite. Hashem is infinite. The Torah is infinite. The surface of understanding? The surface of understanding of the Torah. Like, you know, you talk about diving into something, diving into a pool, that kind of thing. This person went down 20 feet. This person went down 30 feet. The, we have, Torah is Hashem Tamima. The Torah is complete. We haven't, we haven't penetrated a millimeter. We haven't gone a millimeter into the depth of the Torah yet. The real depth. Any questions? Is that a reason why it's, that's why Amun is the most so important? Because whatever understanding we are, it's, it's, it's still Tamima. So like, how much do you want to extend? Whatever we're going to understand is, is not, is not going to go anywhere. So it's believed that it's deeper than, than Exactly. As much as a person will understand in Torah, there's things that they won't understand. And if they're not prepared to accept that, if a person is relying on understanding, that's what's knocking people out of the box. That will get people to fall out of Yiddishkeit, because when they come across something they don't understand, they can, somebody asks them a question, somebody challenges their, their, their Hashem and, and tells them something that they can't explain, they can't rationalize, then they start doubting the existence of Hashem. Instead of saying, stupid, the fact that there are things about Hashem that I don't understand, that proves that there is, that proves that Hashem is bigger than me. That's because Hashem is greater than me. Just like a 10-year-old doesn't understand everything that a 70-year-old person understands, you know. V'haklal, and, and again, just to, to summarize, Shebechinas zois, hanizkar shom batikunim, that this term zois, that's spo- that the Tikune Zoyer elaborates on that there and brings all of these different psukim throughout the Torah and refers to it as Malchus. In Kabbalistic terms, it's called Malchus. In Sifrei Chasidus, it's called Hubechinas Ha'emuna Hakdosha, is our holy faith. Shehi Iker V'yesoid Kola Torah Kula, which is the most important thing and the foundation of the entire Torah. The Rak Al Yodo. And it's only through emuna that a person can enter into the gates of holiness and study and learn and win all the wars that they have to in, in, in achieving success and serving Hashem. And now Rav Nosan is going to give us an incredible example of this. The Torah tells us that when the Jews would go out to do battle against their adversaries, the Koyhanim would speak to them to prepare to prep them. And they would say, Shma Yisrael, hear ye, listen, Jews. You are approaching a war against your enemies. Al don't be weak. Don't be afraid. The Dorsha Rabbi Seinazal and the Gemara says towards the ends of Soita, why did they begin with those words Shema Yisrael? What is Shema Yisrael is faith. 
אפילו אין בכם סחוס, אלא מה שאתם אומרים בכל יום שמע ישראל, אתם ראויים לנצח את אויביכם. The Gemara says that what the Koyhanim were telling the Jewish people at the time was, if you only have one mitzvah, if you only have one good thing about you, which is that you say Shema Yisrael every day, you express your faith in Hashem, you're worthy of defeating your enemies. Hainu Kanal. And this is exactly what Rav Nosanzal was telling us earlier. כי כל המלחמוי שבעולם מרמזים עיקר על מלחמת היצהרה. Because all of the physical battles that take place in the world are all hinting to the, the real battle, which is the battle against our יצהרה, our evil inclination. כי אפילו המלחמוי שיש לאחד בגשמיוס עם סוינם ואויבים, because even the physical battles that a person has against their physical enemies... <coughs> it always includes and is related to a battle against the Yetzahara. As the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, that when a person has adversaries down here on earth, it's an indication they have adversaries up there in heaven. V'alkein, Therefore, every, every battle, every physical battle, is also a battle, a ruchni battle. V'yalkein ikar ha-melchomo hu-melchemes ha-yetzahara. And therefore, the main battle is the battle against our evil inclination. V'zeh shehizir ha-koyen koydim shenechnesu la-melchemes Hashem. And this is why the koyen warned the people when they were entering into a battle for Hashem, to defeat their enemies and the Sitrachra, which surrounds the holiness, which surrounds Eretz Yisrael, and they represent all of the enemies, and the obstacles, all the things that are blocking us from achieving holiness. And when a person enters into battling against them, the person is in extreme danger. Because there's all kinds of prosecutions that rise up against the person. The, the, the angels that were created through that person's sins come to Hashem and say, why should this person win the battle? He's evil, he created us. And these forces of the Sitrachra want to knock the person out completely from serving Hashem. And that's the main battle that a person has to be strong in, to stand one's ground, not to fall from their level of serving Hashem. And then, if the person will have the proper emuna, then they'll be, and, and the proper hischaskus, the hischaskus, that even if we just say Shema Yisrael every day, that alone puts us in a category that Hashem loves us and Hashem will help us. 
how can a person fortify? How can a person, where can a person get that confidence, that strong confidence that I'm not going to fall, I'm not going to fail? The most important thing is the holy emunah. When a person is solid in their faith, I believe in Hashem. I believe, I believe, I believe. I don't understand everything. I, but I, I believe. That person doesn't have to be afraid of any battle or any test. There are many Sforim that write that during the time of the Spanish Inquisition, when Jews were tortured to try to get them to give up their faith, to convert, it was clearly shown that those people who had faith, the simpler people, who were not the great intellectuals, who had simple faith in Hashem, they stood up to all the tests and challenges. Whereas those who are more on the intellectual side, in many cases, they ended up failing. They ended up converting. They ended up failing the tests. The, the, the thing that's able to stand and withstand all the storms is the foundation. The foundation. It's brought, Rav Nosazal brings in another place, that the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed. It was destroyed once. It was destroyed twice. What is the Beis Hamikdash? It's a center of das. The, the, the Gemara says, Kol ke'ilu The das can be smashed, but the site of the Beis HaMikdosh, the Mokoi Mikdosh, that's indestructible. Shloyma HaMelech built the Beis HaMikdosh. The Beis HaMikdosh was taken down. The site of the Beis HaMikdosh, which was discovered by Dover HaMelech, which was, which was purchased by Dover HaMelech, which was established by Dover HaMelech, that is indestructible. Dover HaMelech is Malchus, is Emuna, this, this Emuna, this solid Emuna. In the merit, just in the merit of Shema Yisrael, the merit and power of your holy faith, with that alone, you can approach the war. Since you're strong in faith in Hashem, you don't have to be afraid of any battle. The Pasuk gives a few different terms of not being afraid. Don't be afraid, don't be weak-hearted. The Gemara says, Altiru mishatas susim veshifas hagalgasim vechoyla kronis. Don't be afraid of the the crashing sound of the hooves of the horses, and the clanging of the metal that the goyim used to do, and the blasting of the trumpets that they would do to frighten the Jews, to frighten their enemies. Hainu inyone tachsisem ulchama sheoisem hasoinim lahafchid ulaayim al shekenegdam. These were all kinds of tricks of battles that our enemies used to do to try to frighten their opposition. And there's all kinds of different versions of this 
when a person is doing battle against the Yetzirah, that the Yetzirah has different ways of scaring a person. Oy, oy, oy. You're not going to have, if you, if you learn Torah, you're not going to have Parnassa. If you keep Shabbos, you're not going to have Parnassa. Shabbos is the day you can make the most money in the retail business. This is something that's very well known to a person who tries to enter into coming close to Hashem and doing battle against their Yetzirah. They know about all the scare tactics of the Yetzirah. We're not even talking about Tzadik, even a regular person. The, the nature of Yetzirah, his style is to frighten and scare a person in a big, big way. And to, to make it seem as if Yiddishkeit is very heavy, have to keep every Shabbos, have to, have to daven three times a day, have to put on tefillin every day, can't eat this, can't eat that, come to places where there's nothing, nothing to eat, you're going to starve to death, because there's, there's no kosher restaurants. And this has actually prevented many people from becoming religious or becoming more religious. Because of these scare tactics and this heaviness. These are those sounds, the, the crashing sounds that the Gemara says in those days that the warriors used to do to frighten their opposition. But one of the most important things that a person has to know in serving Hashem is not to be afraid at all. As Rabbi Nezal said, that in this world, a person is crossing a very narrow bridge. And when you're crossing a narrow bridge, it's scary. It's so easy to fall. But one of the most important things that you're going to need to ensure that you won't fall is not to be afraid. And the thing that will give you the greatest strength and the greatest encouragement <coughs> to be able to cross that bridge without fear is emuna. And then the Pasa continues, don't be afraid. Because Hashem is going with you to save you. Like David Amel says, Hashem is with me. I'm not afraid. Hashem li. I believe in Hashem 100%. And I believe Hashem is with me all the time. Because Hashem's covid fills the entire world. I'm not afraid. What can any person do to me? Because once a person has solid faith, 
The person will definitely win all the wars. And in the end, I will return to Hashem. Bechinas, as it says there in Eicha, the Pasuk we quoted earlier, Zois Oshiv Elibi Alkein Oichil. This is the response, this is what I'll respond to my heart, and therefore I have hope, there is hope for me. I want to mention, I want to make a very important point. When we learn, after today's shir, a person can walk away thinking that all you need is emuna. He, he, he didn't mention the word tefillah. He didn't mention the word learning learning Torah. He didn't say a word about it. This is clear proof from Likud Elas that Breslavists don't learn. But, but remember, there was a page before this, and there are going to be pages after this. Right now, Rab Nelson Zal is putting the magnifying glass on Emuna. He wants to make it clear how serious this is. But we know there's a small chapter in Likud Imran that's two or three lines where Rabbein Azal says, with emuna alone, a person can fall. With a combination, a healthy combination of emuna and das, then the person will be solid. So a person has to be very careful when learning any safer, including and especially Breslavis Farim, to be careful not to take something out of context. And out of context sometimes can be 10 pages. That just because these 10 pages are focusing on this, it's only to really put it into our brains and hearts to realize how big this really is. But this is not the only thing in Yiddishkeit. This is not a substitute for putting on talus and tefillin. This is not a substitute for eating kosher. And this is definitely not a substitute for learning Torah. He told us, though, that this is ground level. This is step one. This is the foundation. And without the foundation, you do everything else except this, you're going to fail, chas v'shalom. That this is the entranceway, this is the doorway. Any questions? To clarify, when Yaakov went in to battle with Asa Varashi, he was afraid. How, how do we put this together? Very good, very good. I meant to touch on that. There's a posik in the Torah, Ashrei Odom Mefache Tomid. So Breslavists don't learn, Rabbi Nassim didn't learn that posik. The answer is that that posik is valid. And Yaakov Avinu, the Torah question, the Gemara says, Raj, what was he afraid of? Especially since a couple of minutes before that, Hashem revealed himself to him and Hashem promised him, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. The Gemara says, Shemo Yigroim Hachet. He knew that with all of this emuna and with all of this loyla fachet, loyla fachem, this is not a heter for a Jew not to have yira. Remember, we said before that the ba- basic Judaism is yira, and emuna and yira are both malchus. Emuna is malchus, yira is malchus. Ilmole moiroa shall malchus ishes reichayim beloi. So that. He was afraid that it's true that emuna, 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 Hashem will be with me, but there's still, I can, st- I can mess things up. I can still mess, I have Bechira. Every minute I have Bechira. And, and every minute my, my emuna can fail, chas v'shalom. And, and therefore, I have to have this element of yira digdusha, but it's got to be a healthy yira. 
there's a yira that pushes people away. We're told that there are thousands of kids today that are not religious, that are smoking and vaping on Shabbos and on Yom Tif and on Yom Kippur because of yira, because somebody smacked them in the face or somebody insulted them in public. You know, people, people who impose the wrong type of yira upon them. A yira that burns down buildings. Yira is fire that burns down, that destroys. But we're told that there's a yira dikdusha, there's a healthy yira. There's an element of respect, of respect and fear of yira so'inish, fear of consequences. Rav Sal here is not tearing out those pages of the Torah. No way, no way. There's, there's, there's other ingredients in the cake. This is, the, this is one of the most important and base ingredients of the whole cake. But there's, with, with, with flour alone, you ain't going to make a cake. And with water alone, you ain't going to make a cake. Even though those are the main components. So that the, the yira is a critical element, but it's got to be a yira dikdusha. Like we mentioned that there's a fire, that Hanukkah, which is Milosh and Chinuch, Hanukkah, we see there's a fire that not only doesn't it destroy, not only doesn't it destroy life, it increases, it expands life. They put fire to the oil, to a one-day supply of oil, or a less than a day of supply of oil, and not only didn't the fire use up the oil, it expanded the oil. It took this one-day supply and expanded it to eight days. That's this Yira Dikdusha. And this is so, so important. I'm saying we're, we're learning these far, that always to know that a person goes to a shear, there are times that a person goes to a shear and it's life-changing. They hear something that clicks and it causes them to make a, a very good change in their life. Or sometimes Hashem, the opposite. But to know that Yiddishkeit is not one page. Even though the Gemara says that Bo Chavakuk Vehemidon Alachas, Chavakuk came along and he placed the entire Torah on one point. Vitzadik Bemunosa That's the base. But, but building a foundation and then walking away and saying, isn't that gorgeous? Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that wonderful? It, it's not that wonderful unless you put a building up. You've got to put up a building. And the building is the Torah Doisha and all of its mitzvahs, you know. Another question. What does a person have to start with, emuna or das? It's clear that if a person just believes in everything, they can believe in all kinds of wrong things, and there's no value to that. We spoke to this in the we spoke about this, that there's something that comes before emuna, and that's called emes. Emes ve'emuna choyk v'loyavur. There's a pasuk. Emes ve'emuna choyk v'loyavur. In the evening we say, Emes ve'emuna kolzois v'kayim oleinu. That if a person doesn't have emes, there's a pasuk, Pesi yamin l'choldavur. A fool believes everything. That, that, in other words, in order to be able to choose what to believe in, that takes a certain level of truth, of honesty and sincerity. And emes is a type of das. Emes is light. So it is an aspect of das, honesty. A person has to start with that in order to choose the right thing to believe in. That's true. However, the real das, you know, the, the more das, expanded das, 
emuna comes before it. The emuna comes before it. And this, this is how it works with the spheroids. We start with Malchus, we go up, up, up to Chachma to Keser, and then we go back to Malchus again. We start with Emunah, we climb the ladder to more and more Das, and then from that we, we get to a new level of Emunah, and then climb another ladder. But again, to get to Emunah, we needed the, the Keser of the level below it. We needed that Emes, a certain base of Emes. Interesting to note that the Baal Shem Tov writes that, again, there are many people who make fun of Jews that are very strong in their faith. And, and they say, that a fool believes everything. The Baal Shem Tov said there's another Pasuk that says, Shoimer Psoyim Hashem, that Hashem watches over the fools. Those people who are not fools, those people who don't believe so much, they don't believe they, they don't believe in tzaddikim, they don't believe in miracles, they don't believe in sifrei kabbalah. Those people are outside of this shmirah of Hashem. Hashem says, "You're such a smarty pants. You're such a smarty, smart aleck. You can fend for yourself. I don't have to. I don't have to watch you. I don't have to protect you." There's a pasuk loy lachachomim lechem that smart people don't have bread. So the question is, because he's smart, he doesn't, deserve, he doesn't deserve to have bread? The answer is, Hashem says, if you're such a chacham, then you, 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 can, you can take care of yourself. The people who are not such chacham, and the people who are turning to me and pleading with me, Hashem, please give me parnasa, give me bread, give me seichel, those people I'll take care of. Like my Rebbe used to joke, when Mashiach comes, he's going to approach each person and say, what are you missing? What's lacking in you? So there are going to be those people who are going to say, what's lacking in me? What's lacking in you? I, I'm, uh, me lacking? I'm, I'm smart. I'm, I know everything. Mashiach is going to say, you're right, and go on to the next guy. And another person, Mashiach, will come over to and say, what's lacking? And the person is going to say, everything is lacking. Every, my eyes are lacking, my ears are, every part of me is chaser, is lacking shleimus. And that person, Moshiach, is going to be able to cure and heal them. We should be zeichet to emuna, to emes, to das. All of these things are included in, in, the, in Hanukkah, in this incredible holiday. Getting rid of Yovon, getting rid of the chachmas chitzonius, that they thought they were smart with their... With their, with their culture, with their philosophy, with their stupidity, all, all the different variations of stupidity. The, the tzaddikim rejected that completely. We reject those false chachmais. And through emuna and emes and das of kedusha, b'zeichet tedegul ha'shleimu b'mher b'yameinu, amen v'yameinu. Amen, shkach.